Andy Bush and Richie Firth here with our first podcast of 2019. To you, it might be a bit of a surprise because you're thinking, oh, hang on, the guys aren't back on home time until Monday. Well, we're, look, we're still doing a show. You're not listening live anyway, so we thought we might as well serve it up as a podcast. We've been talking at length, actually, um, earlier on about people who are back on the 7th compared to people who are back at work today. I reckon people who are back at work today are proper real-world people. I quite agree. And I would say people who are back at work on the 7th, I would describe them as Walter Mitty-type characters. <laughs> <laughs> who are these people who are back on the on the 7th? I'd mean, call them work-shy. Work, it is work-shyness, yeah. isn't it? And there's loads, I've just gone down to our office to make a cup of tea and was thinking, do you know what, I'll go and say Merry Christmas, Happy New Year to everybody. It's hardly anyone in. Work shy. Work shy. Walter Mitty type characters. Anyway, we're covering breakfast and this is what happened. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's Bush and Richie covering breakfast on... There's me trying to think of what day of the week it is. Do you know what day of the week it is? <laughs> I know it's 2019. I think I'm going to go with Wednesday. I have to look at my watch. It is a Wednesday. It is Wednesday, yeah. Uh, we have lovely Emma Jones on news. Morning. How you doing, all right? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. You're way more bright and breezy than me and Richie. Look at the state of me and Richie. Look at us. She's used to it. I can't believe how... how how quickly I've fallen out of practice of being up at this time of the day. It's got so bad that I didn't even have any food in the house to have for breakfast this morning, other than slinging in my rucksack on the way into work this morning, two baps. I see this. Interesting you should say that because the first, I was checking Twitter on the way in and there's loads of uh, Absolute Radio listeners have been correcting you on the correct terminology for that. You used the word BAPS. Correct, yes. I think that's quite, that's like a phrase from a, a bygone era, isn't no, it? No, no, no. But it, I, if, if it's, if for me, if it's soft and white, it's a BAP. Well, a lady's right, gone, <coughs> rolls. You don't call it a roll? No, I wouldn't have called it a roll, no. My mum and dad call it a cob. That's a northern thing. Yeah, well, I think <laughs> BAPS is... Uh, I don't think we use... We don't use baps. Northern now. is balm, isn't it? A balm, yes. That's a cake. Balm it's cake. a balm cake. Tea cake. I haven't had a balm cake. That I'd expect that to be sweet. <laughs> I have brought in. I have brought in two baps. I haven't got any butter, so I've had to slice the baps and spread on the marmite. It has been the driest, stodgiest breakfast I can remember having for a very long time. Wait, hold on a minute. You've you've eaten them already. And I've, I've had them. Yeah. Twelve <laughs> minutes past six. Well, I've been up since four. I can't have this body going for two and a quarter hours and not eat. I've, but I won't. I don't even think about eating when I get up and do these kind of cover shows at this time of the morning. I can't even think about eating until probably nine o'clock. Have you eaten yet, Emma? I've been up since four and I've eaten nothing. There you go, me too. You're all mad. Producer Dave over there, he's not eating a thing. No. And you've already had, like an animal, you've hacked open <laughs> two cobs. But how is that? How is that in terms of moisture levels? Right now, it's feeling a little bit claggy. Absolute radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. OK, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. 16 minutes past six. Alan in Hull says it's bread cakes. Bread cakes wow. in Hull is what they would call a BAP. It's the great BAP debate of 2019. Only two days in, but it's still the debate. Ain't it good to see us coming out of the blocks <laughs> in the new year with our best content, eh, Richie? Uh, Chris the Leeds trucker says Richie's wrong. Uh, someone else for bread cake. The cake, the word cake in that is troubling for me. It's It's got a dessert element to it. Do you know what I mean? Cake's got to be sweet. Cake's got to have some kind of icing, got to have some kind of filling. Uh, a roll, a balm cake, uh, they're different things. Uh, he also says maybe it's called a scuffler. We're after the correct terminology for roll. Get in touch, 81215. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. 
It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Bush and Richie with you here this week covering breakfast. It's 25 minutes past six. We're dealing with the main issues of the day. I've had a breakfast of champions this morning. Forgot that I haven't got anything here. So out of practice. But I did manage to bring in with me from home two baps, which I've had Marmite on without any butter whatsoever. It's the worst breakfast possible Animal. to start this little three-day run. But people seem to have this problem with the fact I've called them baps. Do you know what? A load of people are saying that um, we're trying to find the right terminology for bread roll. Dan in Bradford says it's a tea cake. It's not a tea not cake. Not a tea cake, man. What are you talking about, man? It's, it's not a breakfast really... thing. Oh, we've got John on the line. John, where are you? I'm just outside London now, heading out into Essex to deliver beer. You sound like a no-nonsense kind of person to me and Richie, that's for sure. <laughs> Go on, then. What's it called? <laughs> what, what, what is the correct terminology for what we're calling a bread roll? It's a bat. Thank you, you very much. Bat, do you have a sausage bat? See, but bat for me sounds old-fashioned. This, is, this sounds like a word from the 80s. Uh, John, thank you very much for agreeing. It means a lot. Um, you and I are backed up by the dictionary as well, which calls a bap a large, round, flattish bread roll, typically with a spongy texture and flowery top. There you go. Joking aside, though, uh, and thank you, John. Yeah, cheers, um, John. We, we've surely got a little bit of budget for, like, a box of cereal or something. We've got we've got nothing here. We're, we're covering this show for the next three days. Yeah. So surely... This, this this firm can spare three quid for a box of cereal. We or do something. need something. We have, none of us have brought anything in. Jonesy, you got anything there? Have you? There's some secret crunchy nut in the kitchen cupboard. How have no. we been here 26 minutes and not heard? Of I've it? been keeping it on the down low, but it is it is in there. Contraband. We can't be raiding other people's cereal. We need to go and we need to pay our way in this world. Yeah, and if someone else is paying, I'm not having crunchy nut. <laughs> Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute radio. Uh, we've just been admitting how ill-prepared uh, myself and Richie are. We've come in with no food. Well, you've actually bashed the two uh, baps that you have with you. I have on. bashed the two baps. So yeah. we want to we want to use a tiny bit of show budget to try and get ourselves what, what we're going to call some show cereal, a communal cereal between myself and Richie and producer Dave and Emma over there on news. Uh, so we need to have a democratic vote on what is the best type of cereal to go and get. So what is everyone going to vote for then, Richie? What are you what are you saying we should get? If someone else is going to pay for it, I'm going to take the chance to go Frosties. I haven't had Frosties since I was a kid, I don't think. But that's a kid's, that's kid's cereal, it though, isn't it? It's a kid's cereal, but I want to enjoy it. And also, it's not particularly healthy, is it? Frosties, like, covered in sugar and stuff as well? Unless they've changed it up a little bit. Um, I, it, it, it's got to have some nutritional value. I'm, go, I'm, 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 I'm sorry, I'm going Frosties. Uh, I'm going to vote Weetabix. Boring. Oh what is your problem with Weetabix? Oh, it's dull, isn't it? Isn't it lovely the way when the milk really settles into Weetabix, you get that kind of, like good old-fashioned stodge to it and stuff I as think well. you've gone the polar opposite of the Frosty. Really? The yeah, fun of have, the Frosty? Yeah. <laughs> the the workman-like <laughs> dourness of Weetabix. Emma, what are you going to vote for? If someone else is paying, I'd like some posh granola because they're about oh. £4 a box. Who do you think you are? <laughs> Unbelievable granola. It's not going to be Frosties, is it? <laughs> it's not looking good. <laughs> We're going to go for your votes on this. 8, 12, 15. We're going to uh, go and get it during the course of this show as well. It'll be the show serial for the week. And you can tweet as well at Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile. Every little helps. Absolute Radio's breakfast show. It's a Wednesday morning, 6.37. Uh, we are ill-prepared and starving. 
this week. We haven't got any breakfast at all, so uh, we've decided to, the last couple of minutes, invest in a show cereal. We just need to find some consensus on what's the right cereal to have. I've put forward Frosties, and uh, there is a groundswell of support for really? this. Uh, led by Nick on Twitter. Has to be Frosties. End of. The default treat cereal, plus the bonus of a sugar rush to help at this time of the morning. Weetabix are a ticking time bomb of a <laughs> countdown race before they turn to sludge. I have never in my life heard anyone have a conspiracy theory about Weetabix before. <laughs> That's going to new places, that is. You know, for me, I think Frosties is variety pack cereal. A one-off little tiny treat. You know, whenever you get a variety box, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you always think, is that the a recommended standard serving. Yes, it is. You need at least two boxes. You need at least, at least. two, exactly. <laughs> it should stay on special teams. Stevie Butler says, what about shredded wheat bite size? Shredded wheat bite size? Yeah. He's know, getting confused. He's meaning shreddies bite size. Shredded wheat is bite size already. No, no. it comes in big, like, Weetabix sizes. The, the original was the big, you know, like yeah. the size of... Uh, Size of a dinner lady's elbow. <laughs> no. Sorry, no, I think no, I didn't no, no. know where I was going with that. Your shredded wheat is the size of a postage stamp. That's no, bite not. size. Bite size. There is not a bigger one than that. There is. Yes. This started. The I, original. Yeah. The size of like a sandwich cut in half. There you go. That's much better than dinner lady's elbow. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. It's true. Really? You, really? You, I've never seen that. You thought normal shredded wheat was the tiny little one. I think you're all getting you're all getting confused, right? <laughs> Shreddies are the ones that are like a brick. Yeah. No. no. Shreddies, not sh- shredded wheat. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, his world, look at his brain, his brain's just blown up. Right, let's start again, let's start again. Which one is the one that is the size of a brick? Shredded wheat. Okay, and he's saying shredded wheat bite size. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm wrong. <laughs> it's going to be a long three days. Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Sorry, this morning has just been me and Richie stood here watching producer Dave get electrocuted by everything. <laughs> I've never seen a man get so many static electric shocks in my life. We're going to have to get him like a little tassel, tail, <laughs> rubber tail off his belt. You know, like you get yeah. in a caravan. Yes. Never seen anything like it. It's brilliant. It is brilliant. You can hear the noise. Natalie says, Bush and Richie making my return to work a bit more bearable. Thank you. Also inspired me to pick up some Cocoa Pops for breakfast. Ooh. Breaking news on that. We've actually, well, I say we, I've managed to push through the Frosties rule. So we are having Frosties for the next three days until Dave Berry comes back on Monday. Look at Emma's face. What's happened? So you must have missed that vote. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, was it a Twitter poll? No, 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 it's just Andy and I have decided. Oh, just, just, you've just decided. OK, what a fair way to do it. Great. <laughs> Democracy in action. Uh, so, fr- when was the last time you had Frosties? I, mean, I can't even remember the last time I had Frosties. I was probably about five years old. Yeah. Child cereal. Well, look, come back to us tomorrow, complain if it's a problem, but it's going to be good. More on that in a minute. Meanwhile, New Year, new laws... Uh, motorists face a wave of changes to road laws they need to be aware of uh, in the new year to avoid fines. And there's a load of different stuff with this. These include, like, requirements to leave enough space whilst overtaking cyclists, etc. Yes, uh, you will be facing a £100 fine if you don't leave what the Highway Code now states as 4 foot 11 inches between the car and cyclist. That's weird, isn't it? 4 foot 11. It's a very, very specific distance. Trying to visualise it. Maybe if we can think of a celebrity that's that height, you, you, maybe it could be, you know, like shorthand terminology. For Kylie some, Minogue? Kylie? Ronnie Corbett can't be far off. Yeah, at least leave a Corbett. Kylie's maybe a bit more credible, but... 
Imagine that if there was government advertising. Just at least leave a Corbett between you Do you know you what? And Actually, joking aside, obviously, it's, obviously it's, it's, it's a serious thing. There are more uh, bikes on the road these days. It's, yeah. it's, this is a good thing to have it stated. But... Uh, in Holland, uh, the Netherlands, where cycling is even bigger, uh, they <laughs> they have um, they call it the reach around rule. No way. I, no way, Richie. No, I promise I'm not you. Having it. I promise you. So what it is? It's the reach around rule. So you're t- to visualise it. Imagine you are in your car seat and you put your. <laughs> you know, some people when they're reversing, they have to reach around the other seat. This is not real. <laughs> it's real. You can check this out. That. Distance is what you're then meant to leave uh, if you're passing a cyclist. I'm not joking. That is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> no, I promise. No you. one's arms are four foot eleven. That's a very good point. Yeah, but that's the, the, that's the far, difference between far the, the Netherlands and and here. We've been on fifty minutes, and you've already mentioned the reach around rule. <laughs> I promise you. Trust me. Google it. Netherlands reach around rule. Eight, twelve, fifteen. Surely this is not a thing. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. Just uh, need to insert a bit of breaking news stroke health and safety advice here. Do not Google Dutch reach around. <laughs> Richie actually meant, <clears throat> we've just clarified it. It's the Dutch reach. Yes. It's the Dutch reach. I got it slightly wrong. Never before has one tiny word mistake made <laughs> such a difference. <laughs> and put it this way, uh, producer Dave just had to go and get himself another coffee. <laughs> before he gets another electric shock. He does not want to be reading that again. So, uh, And, th- we, of course, this is the... the the span of your arm, which is yeah. supposed to be the distance between you and the cyclist. I've, I've got it all hideously wrong, to be quite frank. Um, so this is this new highway code rule uh, uh. that you're meant to leave four foot eleven inches when you're overtaking a car, uh, a cyclist. If you're in the car, it's around about the height of uh, Shakira. Shakira, we've found. Leave so a Shakira. That, leave a Shakira. That's what you need to do. Uh, but I was saying how the Dutch they have this thing called the Dutch reach around. It's actually called the Dutch reach. Yes, the Dutch reach. It's actually for a slightly different thing. If you are opening the car door, go and open. Open your car door with your opposite hand because it then uh, forces you to turn around and check that you are not opening your car door into the path of a cyclist who is cycling by. I would say the first hour of the show has been overshadowed by this whole reach around issue. (laughs) I'd like to move on if possible. The the point remains that they are bringing in a load of new kind of motoring legislation that is a great opportunity, right? If you were to be able to bring in one new motoring rule or law, maybe something that winds you up and it put it into legislation for 2019. We want to hear from you this morning. What would it be? 8, 12, 15, a text the show. Absolute Radio. The Home Time Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Uh, meanwhile, I've been talking about this the past 10 minutes. They're bringing in a load of new driving laws uh, this year. And it raises the issue. I, I like the idea of making up new rules and stuff. And obviously, Richie and I created the British Transport Social Police. Yes, we did, yeah. A uniform task force out there, I don't know, cracking down on annoying behaviour. Kind of like a fun knockabout Taliban. Normally out on our beat on home time. And we'll be back on that beat on Monday from four. But we, we still have some kind of ruling... 24 hours a day. It's jurisdiction. I can't even say it. You know what it is. <laughs> Either way, right? If you could come up with any jurisdiction, I'd That's say it. it. Well Otherwise, it would have still been out there. <laughs> 
Uh, if you could bring in any new driving law or rule or regulation for the road in 2019, what would it be and why? Richie, what are you going for? Uh, some kind of punishment for people that are driving with uh, wrong headlights. So whether Wrong that's, headlights? Yeah, I, I should have phrased it better, but at least I can say jurisdiction. Uh, so <laughs> this, this, this isn't about Jeez. driving with your main beam on. It's actually people that have, you know, people that are just dazzling you. They've got the headlights at the wrong level. Or they've got one that's working and one that's not. Well, got their full beam, not got their full beam on, you well, mean? You, you know you can adjust the height of headlights depending on how much weight you've got in the boot. There are people... No. Dri- I didn't know that. Yes, Emma, you can, Emma yeah. did you know that? No. Never knew that. This is why it needs to be a road rule, because there are idiots driving around who don't know this. That's the beauty of you, Richie. You have no concept of the fact that shredded wheat bite size is a variation <laughs> on shredded wheat. Yet you're aware of this, that yes. you can tilt your own headlights. There you go. So you're, you're going to crack down... Crack down on wrong headlights. Badly calibrated headlights. That's a better way of putting it. Okay. Jurisdiction. Thank you. Uh, for me, I would legislate people saying thank you if they've been let out. I like that. Mm. Five to ten year stretch if you don't say thanks if someone's let you out. I would have a happier society. Winds me right up. Emma, what rule are you putting in? There are so many I could think of, but I think it has to be people need to pull away at the traffic lights when it's on amber. Okay. Because it really annoys me when it's a short traffic light sequence, it doesn't say green for long, and people are faffing around, pulling away, and one or two cars get through, and then you're still waiting in the queue, and I'm like, we've all been sitting here on the red, what have you been waiting for? You know it's going to go amber, and then you know it's going to go green. So let's be ready to go, people. Yeah, you don't see that at the start of uh, Formula One Grand Prix, do you? People just suddenly getting their keys ready and stuff when it goes to green, do you? That would be a full start, though, really. If you're talking Grand Prix, pulling away amber would be a full start i suggest you look at it like this red amber green in your head should be red gear go right as long as you're ready to go on the green that's all she cares about that's all i care about (laughs) 8 12 15 what rule are you bringing in the home time podcast with bush and richie if you're listening it's probably not home time anymore but we can't be bothered to think of a new name Absolute radio. Wednesday morning, 17 minutes past seven. We're asking you to come up with... You're allowed to bring in one new rule for the roads because they're bringing in a load of new legislation for this year. Uh, what rule are you going to bring in and why? 8, 12, 15. Uh, we're witnessing a little bit of... Um, what would you call it? A Kick react- Kickback yeah. to Emma's rule about <laughs> traffic what? lights. 8, 12, 15 on the text. Nigel in Hyams Park kind of uh, puts, puts into uh, words what a lot of people are saying. He says, Emma, amber means stop. Read your highway code or are you one of those drivers who drive through an amber light before it turns red oh. nigel in Hyams park i'm not an amber gambler because i think doing it on the way back up the traffic sequence is dangerous uh, it's gonna be called when it's put into law is emma jones's fair game amber rule <laughs> yes get going at amber um do you want know what other rule i'm going to bring in right i know there was the one about legislating people saying thank you i'm going to make anthropoph i can't even say it. jurisdiction <laughs> jurisdiction anthropoph give it a third go Antho- you know, what's the word when you make you humanise something? Anthropology. Anthropology. Morphization. Anthropological? No. Anthropologise? Anthropomorphisation. Is that a word? You know, you know in Dog Tanyon, this is an You aside. do realise this is the Dave Berry <laughs> Breakfast Show, not Radio 4's Today Show. <laughs> you know in Dog Tanyon, yeah. they make dogs more human-like, and that's yeah. anthropomorphisation. Yeah. So I, I don't like it when people make their cars human. <laughs> You know, like, have you ever seen everyone? Every town's got one like person who's got like eyelashes, eyelashes. on their flipping and a goodness. name. And the name, like oh. eyelashes, have no place on headlights. Eyelashes on headlights. I mean, you know, I'd rather go through uh, the amber lights <laughs> than be doing anything like that. Uh, I'm going to get to grips with that word. Eight twelve fifty. Get in touch with the show. Absolute radio.
Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Welcome back to getting up for work early. This is yeah. Andy Bush and Richie Firth. It's Absolute Radio's breakfast show, Wednesday morning, 2019. Uh, 2019, they're bringing in a load of brand new driving laws, including one where you have to stay at least the distance of Shakira's height away from a cyclist <laughs> if you're passing them. They're asking you if you could bring in any new law for the road, what would it be and why? Uh, people that don't drive all week but then decide to drive on the weekend and think it's okay to drive 20 mile an hour under the speed limit. We're going for licence revocation from Dan in Stevenage. Uh, and Chris, this is an interesting one. Uh, no two drivers from the same firm are allowed to drive in convoy. There must be at least 10 other vehicles between them. Then the second vehicle won't drive like an idiot trying to stay with his mate. <laughs> Love it. Absolute Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay. Let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. One of the great things about the old Christmas New Year period is you hopefully get the chance to be together as a family and all live in each other's worlds. And it's great being around the kids and remembering just that exuberance of youth and how you are taken in by rumours so, so easily. Oh, yeah. Over Christmas, my son turns to me and uh, we'd just driven past a McDonald's. And he goes, did you know, Dad, that if you're in a McDonald's and you go... <laughs> then it is the law that one of their employees has to go, I'm loving it. And if they don't go back to you, I'm loving it, then they get, like, uh, in trouble or, like, uh, fined or sacked or something or other. And I went, no, 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 no. I said, that is is not... Who's told you that? He goes, oh, my mate did at school. Gary. Gary Gary on the yard. (laughs) It's like, I, I mean... I, I laughed inside because I'm thinking that is absolute rubbish. Um, but I, you just remember how, as a kid, you get sucked in by these things. Do you know what they? I, I think you might be onto something there. That there's no, don't, 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 don't tell there me you're are going with this. A lot of rumours circulating around uh, fast food places and these kind of. I've, we've talked about before about the hidden menus that you can have and all that kind of thing. I have wondered about that whistling thing with McDonald's and thought maybe there's more to it. Imagine the stress though if you weren't there you're sort of like have I just heard someone whistle it? It's it's your turn to say it. No, no, no I said it last time. Maybe it is true though. I mean you can't completely discount it you know without even giving some kind of thought to it. Emma any views on whether this might be true or not? Well I think think even when you don't work at McDonald's if someone does the whistle you can't help but say I'm loving it. There you go. So they, it should come naturally to them. Yeah. Do you, do you remember that bit in Lord of the Rings where they can't find this wa- the, the, the passageway, the door, and then they end up saying this magical word and it <laughs> glows and appears? <laughs> I think it's got some kind of mas- magical power like that, possibly. I, th- I thought you would be on my side and agree. <laughs> I, I cannot believe that both of you are actually giving this some kind of credence. It could be a thing. 8, 12, 15. Is it? Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. Some confirmation that... Nobody has backed up my son saying that McDonald's employees have to then go, I'm loving it. So you normally get at least one person, so we can take from this, it is utter rubbish. I thought at least one person would come in and clarify <laughs> this. I, I think there's more to it. I think maybe there's a kind of a free burger at the end of it or something. I might try it later. If not, McDonald's, get involved. You should make it a thing. It's brilliant. <laughs> uh, obviously, that came up from you guys spending a lot of time together yeah. over Christmas, and I think a lot of people are getting back to work uh, today if they are getting back to work. Obviously, sad to be going back to work, but it's nice to 
get back away from being cooped up together. And the family, to be quite Family, frank. you yeah. can climb the walls. You, you know where we're going with this. But uh, we had like a big old family Christmas. We had my other half's family come down from Northumberland. There's quite a few of them. So there's a lot of us together. I had to do like a biblical amount of washing of like linen and stuff before they arrived to get it. was like, like a B&B, our house. So for the first time, I think the first time in my life, I used a laundrette. Oh, really? Uh, laundrettes. I always thought, when I used to watch <laughs> EastEnders, I always be like, who uses a laundrette, you know, in this day and age? Like, is it, do people even use them anymore? I used to as a student at university. Not since then yeah. have I had to use a laundrette. I don't think I've ever genuinely used one before. But you know what, right? I, I was thinking, oh, God, this is going to be a real pain in the bum for a few hours on, on a Saturday or whenever it was. I absolutely loved it. It was really <laughs> calming. It was really good in this kind of hectic modern world where people are always badgering you for stuff or your WhatsApp message, people wanting you to reply or whatever. It was really nice to take a book down there, have that kind of like almost making you go to sleep noise of the tumble dryers in the background. There was this kind of kindly old lady who clearly was the, uh, you know, the Pauline Fowler from EastEnders that had been working there for 20 odd years. And I don't know, it was just a really, I came out of it feeling like it was almost like modern mindfulness. Do you know what? My, my son gormlessly looks at uh, a washing machine going round and around. <laughs> around for hours and he's 10 months old oh, <laughs> see I just all I would say right is if you if you are stressed out you've got busy work life home life or whatever get yourself down the laundrette I'm going there again next week it's brilliant Absolute Radio The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. do you know the thing about this time of year that always gets me is that we spend all our time with these beautiful gorgeous Christmas trees uh, dressing them in finery and baubles and stuff like that. You know, you excitedly get it down from the loft and dress them up and spend, make a day of it, which is an amazing thing. And then they spend the festive period with you, these Christmas trees. They're in the background of all your photos. You even put your presents around them like some kind of shrine. You say the background of photos, sometimes when you've even met it for the first time at Christmas, you take a photo of it itself. Exactly. In fact, our boss Paul did a seven or eight stage Instagram story of him setting <laughs> his did. Christmas tree up. So it's a big part of the family Christmas. Then, for some unknown reason, the moment that Christmas is over, the moment that the festive period is being wrapped up, that last bit of turkey uh, leftovers has been eaten or scraped into the bin, uh, people pull all the clothes off these Christmas trees, fold them up, snap them, and then chuck them out on the street, stuffed down the side of a load of ripped-up Amazon parcel packages, like some kind of, I don't know, gangland hit. And you're going to walk to work, you lot, this morning and step over these things that just hours ago were an essential part of families' Christmases. So we want to try and run a little campaign uh, for the few days that we're covering breakfast this week uh, called RIP Christmas Tree. If you happen to see these Christmas trees being left in the street, you want to raise awareness of their plight, take a photo of them, and use the hashtag RIP Christmas Tree. Because it's not on, is it? It's not good. It's not on, and out of the corner of my eyes, I look past yourself. There is the Absolute Radio Christmas Tree, which is in the corner of the studio here, and I don't think that has been watered since the moment it got put up. State of it. Uh, the thing it's... is, right, it's got no idea what's going to happen to it. No. And that's what I feel bad about. Anyone listening to this right now who maybe hasn't got rid of their tree yet, it's there, all dolled up, maybe got lights on it. It's got no idea what's going to happen I'm doing mine when I get in. What are you going to do with it? I'll throw it on the street, probably. Unbelievable. <laughs> where do you stand? Unbelievable. Where do you stand on my plans? I plan to get home to mine today and get the old giant sacateurs out <laughs> <laughs> and and chop Is it. Is your to wife out? <laughs> <laughs> chop it to pieces no. and in the old wheelie bin it goes. That's what well, you actually garden waste. Chop it to pieces with like. An axe and secateurs and all <laughs> yes, that kind of stuff. Yes, yeah. That's no good. You, when you're doing this, do you feel bad about what you're doing to this thing? No. Doesn't it deserve a chance at, like, a, a life beyond your family Christmas? 
Look, I just want to raise awareness. So, look, if you're heading out there, and I'm really disappointed with the pair of you two. <laughs> Emma, bold as brass, not even bothered about it at all. Uh, make sure you take a photo and tweet it to us at Absolute Radio and use the hashtag RIP Christmas Tree. And let us know if you've got any other plans apart from just dumping it on the street. 8, 12, 15. Absolute Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Just talking about this thing where people have their Christmas trees in their house. They're part of their festive, uh, you know, fun and games with the family. They're in all your photos. And then for some reason, as soon as things are wrapped up for Christmas and everyone goes back to work, you just dump them in the street like gangland hits down the back of recycling boxes. Pictures already coming in on Twitter. Big Daddy Mac with a, uh, a picture of this. I mean, it, it looks like... Uh, <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. The picture he sent looks like it's actually been luzzed straight out of the lounge window onto the driveway with, without any care or attention whatsoever. He's hurled that tree. <laughs> he is tree hurling. And he's just put killed mine yesterday. <laughs> That's it, yeah. <laughs> That's not the attitude. RIP Christmas tree. Hashtag RIP Christmas tree. We need your photos of these. Although there's a heartwarming message from Chris West who says, look guys, this is my tree from two years ago, now planted in the garden, still alive. Now my sister-in-law does this. So what she... Yeah, the it, tree's done for. It comes in every December, gets potted into the lounge, yeah. and then at the end of Christmas it goes back out into the back garden. That's not bad, is it? I think every year it does begin to look sadder <laughs> and sadder and sadder, but it's quite nice. Would you consider doing something like this? No. Your tree? No. Not having too it? Too much effort. Not in a million years. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. With Tesco Mobile, every little helps. I uh, listened to this tweet. It kind of sums up what we're talking about. Hi, guys. First half hour into work and I've already had to step over a dozen decomposing Christmas tree corpses. Hashtag RIP Christmas tree. People just dumping them in the street. Just looking at alternative ways of doing things. Maybe do something different with your Christmas tree. Bearing in mind it spent such valuable time with you and your family over Christmas. Amanda says, my Christmas tree is going to be taken to Lithamson and sand dunes and then placed on the dunes to make new dunes. How, how does a how does a tree make a, a, a sand dune? I'm, I'm not quite... Oh. Maybe I missed a school lesson or something. I there. must have missed that one. Let's go to uh, someone else who has another alternative way of doing things and say hi to Kay from Watford. Hi. Kay, what do you do with your Christmas tree? What's your plan? We will put it through our chipper. It's sitting on my patio at the moment, but it will go through the chipper and the, um, the chippings from it will go on our garden back into the earth. Okay, I'm sure there's a very, very simple answer to this next question. Uh, uh, why do you have a chipper? Uh, we're arborists. Okay, good. That's fine. That's Sounds fine. like a religion. <laughs> <laughs> Stout arborists. So, but I like that. It's almost the kind of Lion King-esque circle of life there. With, with exactly, the... yeah. But does it not look a bit bad? I do remember like a horrible scene in Fargo, the film, with the wood chipper. Do you not feel a bit bad while this thing's being put through the chipper? No. <laughs> no, fair enough. They're arborists. Because it will go back through into the earth and it will feed for the next trees to come up and live. And, uh, as you say, the circle of life. The circle of life. Kay, lovely to speak to you. Uh, like I say, if you see any of this stuff happening where people leaving trees out, make sure you get in touch at 8, 12, 15. <laughs> During the last song, we have had a revelation. We have. Here on the Absolute Radio Breakfast Show. Dave Berry is back with Matt on Monday. Andy Bush and Richie first looking after things this week. Big thank you to uh, Glenn and Emma for their singing in the background as well. <laughs> Beautiful. I didn't know Glenn could hold a note like that. Amazing. Yeah, he keeps it quiet. But... He does.
So, the Absolute Radio Christmas tree. It's it stood in the corner of the studio. It's it's served its purpose, but it's looking sad. It really is. You mentioned earlier on. We don't think people have watered this over the festive period. Let's say the word once. Actually, yeah, yeah. it's not happened. But having spoken to Kay in Watford just before the news headlines, what a great idea these arborists have of chipping the trees and getting chipping out of it and the circle of life yes. with the Christmas tree. I thought at first I was a bit concerned that what Kay was doing was slightly barbaric, but what she's doing is spreading the wood chips back into her garden to nourish a new tree for next year, which I think is an amazing thing. So here's the idea, and I do speak directly to our producer as well. If we do not have a mobile tree chipping unit in Golden Square for Friday's breakfast show, I personally feel yep. that all of us have failed. Yeah, I agree with that. Emma, do you feel that we'll have failed if we haven't got this wood chipper? I'll be upset to see that go because I decorated that um, about a month ago. That's all my own hard work, that tree. And you made it look beautiful. You did. It looks a bit sad now, doesn't it? But what would be great would be to give it the scent of its deserves. Yeah. And that is a live wood chipping of that Christmas tree in Golden Square. Then we take the chippings and devise a radio contest for you, dear listener, to win the Absolute Radio Christmas tree yeah. for your back garden Agreed. in wood chip form. Two things to take home from that. First of all, live wood chipping. Why wouldn't you want to hear that? <laughs> Secondly, win... Dave, yeah, Dave's back on Monday. Back on Monday. Win the tree and take it home as well. So, come on, get in touch now. If you're... What's the word for it? An, an arborist. If you're an arborist, 8, 12, 15, we want to speak to you. Radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is, the Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Leona has just popped in to say Happy New Year, which is very nice of her. She's on the way at 10 o'clock as the No Repeat Guarantee uh, continues on Absolute Radio. Still wearing a Christmas jumper. <laughs> which is incredible. Which is incredible. We'll leave that thought with you. Lots of people making changes to their lives in 2019 with uh, the traditional practice of New Year's resolutions. I've made a change to my life uh, in the first couple of days of 2019, but it's not been through choice. On New Year's Eve, my phone died. Ooh. I have what is now called the Apple paperweight. Uh, that is pretty much all it is. Uh, the dreaded black screen. Do you know what, it's weird because you use your phone a hell of a lot. You're one of those people that uses... I don't mean like you're always on your phone. I mean that you use all the technology on it. Like you use Siri, you use I do. reminders. I and do. I use everything. the contactless payments and everything. I am an active user of Waze as I'm driving about. I did not realise how much I use my phone until I haven't had a phone to use. New Year's Eve, what a time to lose it. Can't text people. Yes. Can't say Happy New Year. All these nice messages and people will have sent you New Year's Eve messages, Happy New Year messages and you've not replied. I know. They're probably worrying about you. And then like getting ready for today, it was so old school yesterday, I started thinking, right, I'm going to email Bushy now with a few bits and bobs of breakfast and then I'll check again a few hours later, see if he's actually received it. (laughs) Old school. Or like landline calls and stuff. I had to dig out the old um, uh, phone that you plug into the wall. The old landline. I love that. I, I love the idea of almost like one of those White House behind-the-scenes photos, black and white, of you in the Oval Office using an old white phone (laughs) to chat to people later on. I did a a digital detox about a year ago, and it really did me a lot of good in terms of just getting away from devices for a bit. Are you feeling any form of a benefit of not having this technology ticking you all the time? At 11.30 today, I'll get a quote on how much it's going to cost to repair the phone. Depending on how that goes, I may be well up for the digital detox. (laughs) It might be an enforced digital (laughs) detox. (laughs) Yeah. 
Radio. If you insist on listening to them in your own time, then we can't really stop you. Okay, let's get on with it then. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. I'm aware that in the news, the big story today is that uh, rail fares have gone up. It's the first day back at work for most. Top temperature about four degrees today. It's cold. It's a long wait for the January payday because we all got paid early in December. Are you still doing those self-help DVDs? (laughs) (laughs) I'm feeling really motivated here, Richie. It's not a great day. It's not a great day. But here's the thing, right? There are reasons to be cheerful if you look for it. And I think we should share these right now. 8, 12, 15 or tweet us at Absolute radio i will put forward three. First of all if you're a game of Fo- the thrones fan yeah it's now officially back this year never watched it never will <laughs> there are many who are excited at this reason to be cheerful trust me is that the last is that the last one it is the last season and it's now this year rather than next year you're so that's one reason game to be of cheerful. thrones there am you like that nope not having it okay trust well, me i'm sticking with this reason to be cheerful number one number two i haven't missed a christmas bin collection this year Oh, do you know we, how they mess around the dates? Yes. That's a reason to be cheerful. Yeah, because you'd literally have to go down the tip if you'd missed out on Which is awful. Thing. It would be awful. Reason to be cheerful, number three. If you have uh, had a newborn in your life, uh, you will understand this one. We've just sold the jumperoo on Facebook Marketplace. Oh. We've reclaimed the lounge. <laughs> that, my friends, is a reason to be cheerful. I got Madden 19 on PlayStation over Christmas stroke birthday. Reason to be cheerful. Well, I'd lost every game, so reason to be quite annoyed and nearly oh. trade it in. <laughs> but I finally won last night. Reason to be cheerful. There you go. Emma, you got any reasons to be cheerful? 2019 um, so far? Finally getting my tree out of my house today. Hey, come on. You're going to be humane with it, though, yeah? I'm going to be humane, but I'm one of those people by New Year's Day. I'm like, get it out. There you go. Well, reasons to be cheerful, 8, 12, 15. Share with the group. Absolute Radio. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. It's what happens when you take out all the music, travel, news, regular news, and adverts from the show. Unfortunately, it still contains the two of them talking. There's plenty of reasons to be cheerful for 2019, and we need to hear from you right now with yours, 8.12.15, or tweet us at Absolute Radio. As Carla says, I'm cheerful now, I can eat something that isn't beige-coloured or turkey. Oh, I I think I'm done with turkey. Do you have turkey this year? For at least 12 months, yeah. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah. You wouldn't even think about it, although one of my friends, George, has turkey... You know, there's this thing you can get turkey mints. He has turkey mince lasagna he makes. Ooh. Especially quite healthy. I'm sure it is. Sounds quite bland. Does sound quite bland. Hashtag reasons to be cheerful. (laughs) Carla says, uh, sharing Richie's excitement that Game of Thrones is back on. Same goes for Peaky Blinders. Hashtag reasons to be cheerful. It's back on. Ian and Orpington, getting a little lighter every day. Longer, lighter days. It's basically summer. It's a reason to be cheerful. (laughs) I like that. Uh, Reason to be cheerful. Having worked all over Christmas and New Year, I'm a nurse. I now have three days off to catch up on all the rubbish TV I missed. Oh, and see my family. There you go. It's good. So if you've got a little gem you would like to celebrate, get in touch with this here show, 8, 12, 15. We'd love to speak to you. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Ritchie. If you're listening, it's probably not home time anymore, but we can't be bothered to think of a new name. Absolute Radio. Bush and Ritchie here with the Absolute Radio Breakfast Show on a Wednesday morning. Victoria tweets, Batches. Uh, I thought she was slagging us off, but she's still talking about bread rolls from earlier on. I, think, I thought, wow, I hope she's been listening for, for that amount of time. Yeah. That's a good three hours ago we were debating Baps versus rolls and we were. all such We're like. still no nearer the truth. It's like the X-Files. <laughs> Will we ever get there? It's out there. Uh, at the moment, we're trying to put a smile on your face and cheer up 2019. 
we're hearing all the doom and gloom and all your rail fares and all that kind of thing. Reasons to be cheerful. And you can get in touch with the show. Who's this on the line? It's Eve. Eve, good to have you on the show. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you. Uh, what are you celebrating things to be cheerful about, Eve? My builders have returned. Yeah. What are they building, Eve? What's, what's, what's going on at your place? We've had a conservatory knocked down and we're having a small extension built in its place. But everything went wrong. So it's now sorted and they're now back after the Christmas break. Oh, everything went wrong? Go on, I love, I love programmes like this. What happens? <laughs> Tell us the nightmares. Well, the original foundations of the original conservatory weren't good enough. Yeah. And when they started building the foundations, um, a load of water started coming up from the ground. Oh, no. So we still don't know where, where it came from. And the really important question amongst all of this, Eve, is how many cups of tea are you having to make for them each day? <laughs> oh, loads. And biscuits. I'm, I'm, I'm a good client. I provide biscuits. Really? Because, you know, you, you hear about some of them, they go to places to work and they don't even get offered a cup of tea or a hot drink or they anything. said that, yes. And apparently it's the rich ones. <laughs> rich ones are the worst. Yeah. Oh, oh. People with money, with, with the big long drives and the big house, apparently they, they never see them all day. So, yeah. Well, <laughs> well there you I go. Reason <laughs> to be cheerful. The builders are back. Yay. <laughs> Absolute radio. They asked for a podcast. We told them to do it themselves. And here it is. The Hometime Podcast with Bush and Richie. Ah, now here's a question. Uh, because this has been a podcast of our cover work of day one of The Breakfast Show, yep. uh, do we still get uh, Bill Bailey to play us out of the end of the podcast? Do you know what? Maybe we don't. Maybe we save Bill for mm. our home turf, our yeah. hinterland of our own home time show. Do you know what I mean? Yes. So it does beg the question, how do we end this? I will chime a song on this pint glass. Okay. Will it be a, a song that people know or...? Uh, Improvise. Kings of Leon, Sex on Fire. Go on, give it a go. And you need to provide the lyrics. Okay. <laughs> it's going to start with the long note of the yeah. Okay. Okay. One, two, three, four. Yeah. This sex on fire. Yeah, but you've got to obviously do the lyrics that intimate that the podcast is over. Oh, yeah, okay. Okay, good. so now you know where musically it is. Ready? Yeah. Okay. One, two, two three. three. Yeah, that's the end of the podcast, folks. See you tomorrow.